Welcome and thanks for joining the Let's Talk Digital Marketing Podcast. Join host Mike Sharp of mikesonlineacademy.com as he shares valuable insights and advice, helping you to become digitally inspired. That's here on the Let's Talk Digital Marketing Podcast. Definitely recording. Right. So, yeah, so I th thought today I would um, do a, a quiz, uh, get a bit of uh, interaction with the group. But also I thought I'd start off with a bit of news and uh, a bit of fun as well, just to start off with. Well, some people think it's fun anyway. Uh, <laughs> it depends if you find these things fun. But um, I, uh, I th these three computers here, they're quite significant to my history. Uh, in, uh, in I suppose, in IT or in uh, the computing world. The first one was, uh, does anyone recognize what that is? What model that is? So I'm showing oh, my age here. It's not as that it's 81, is it? It is. Oh. Well done, Leanne. By my age. <laughs> <laughs> and it came out in 1981. So, uh, oh my. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, I'm sure some of you weren't born then. And uh, obviously, uh, Jim and uh, Peter, they remember the, obviously the reel-to-reel -reel, uh, computers of, uh, the, the, uh, of NASA. That's their period. <laughs> but uh, yeah, people of my age remember personal computers. So remember the ZX81. And my next computer, I mean, think about the ZX81 was it had a keyboard, which was flat. So we had to really press hard on the keyboard to make it print something. So um, it was a, but it was a computer and it had one uh, kilobyte of memory. And I remember getting like a 16 kilobyte RAM pack to expand its memory. So it was incredibly small. I mean, our phones these days would eat these for breakfast. Uh, then next one was a ZX Spectrum. Uh, which I got a few years later, second hand, I think. And that was already 16K, 16 kilobytes of memory. Um, and I bought a RAM pack, which gave me another 32 kilobytes of memory. So I could play some decent games with it. I could play, uh, you know, some... And also, I could, I could play in colour as well, because the ZX81, it was all in black and white. There was no colour to it. So the Spectrum, as the name suggests, it was a colour machine. The, it was a, like a real miracle we could play computer games in Technicolor. Uh, and I did a bit of programming on both computers, very ba in, in basic, which was, you know, the, the real, that was the, the programming language of the time. And as, it, as the name suggests, it was really basic, quite easy to understand. Um, and I talked to it quite well. And the third computer, does anyone recognize that? The third one there? Is anyone um, Commodore 64? Ooh. No. Not quite. Not quite. No. Good guess. Good guess. Because it has a proper keyboard. So the Commodore 64 did have a proper keyboard. So I'll give you that. Any other guesses? Was it one of Lord Sugar's early attempts? Yeah, um, I was going to say Atari. That was, that's a good guess as well, Peter. Um, Atari, no, I mean, Ataris were more like uh, games consoles. 
Uh, this was a, a BBC microcomputer. Oh. So these, those were like, um, basically, let's go back to that. Those were used in schools. So most oh. schools, when I first did computer studies in about 1980, would have been 1983, we learned on BBC microcomputers and they were the workhorse. They were, they, they were, you know, like fantastic at the time. Um, and I did all my coursework on the BBC micro and I did my exam as well, my GCSE in computer studies on the BBC micro had to uh, make up a, a program and, and run it. Can't remember what it was. Uh, I saved on a floppy disk, if you remember those. <laughs> oh. Talking about that's talking oh. about back. So uh, yeah, so it shows you how things have changed a bit. I mean, our phones now can pretty much, you know, well, I think even the most rubbish phone um, is about ten times or twenty times uh, faster than these machines. Right, so to me, so um, I, I I thought I'd just go over quickly what I do, because I don't think I necessarily go over it very much in presentations. So um, I do digital marketing services, and there's two sides to what I do. Uh, there's a done-for-you service, so I, as, it, as the name suggests, I do it for you. And also I deliver training as well, so I train people on how to use digital marketing in their business. Because it can be, you know, quite a a jump for some people, um, but these days uh, it's so essential that you have some knowledge of it. So that service, particularly, I find quite um, satisfying because you can bring someone up from not knowing anything about it at all to like a working knowledge of that. So the services I provide are uh, Facebook or Meta advertising. Now, uh, just to, ex to explain Meta, because I suppose, have you heard of this, this new name for Facebook, Meta? So this, I mean, I mentioned this because this could be confusing to some people when they go to run ads or use Facebook because Facebook are now replacing the word Facebook with Meta. So people will see what was previous, previously um, a Meta thing is that sorry previously a facebook thing is now a meta thing so meta is basically the same as facebook it's it's the the the, uh, the products and the the tools that were previously called facebook tools in facebook ads uh, are now called meta are called, now called meta so don't worry that it's something different it's the same thing basically uh, and all, what they've done is they've done it so that Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, uh, Messenger are all under one umbrella. So uh, I guess they're thinking that Facebook advertising would, to people would just mean that they just do Facebook, but it doesn't. It means they do uh, Facebook, Instagram, and all the other platforms too. I also do Google advertising and also do local search and search engine optimization. So uh, just to reiterate, uh, Facebook uh, or meta advertising, what it includes. So it includes the Facebook platform, Instagram, Messenger, and WhatsApp. WhatsApp is kind of in the process of becoming a 
advertising platform. Uh, I think in the USA it's more prevalent, but it's only a matter of time before you get WhatsApp ads all over the place. Uh, Google advertising. Uh, this includes people know Google mainly because of Google search. When you search for something, you search for uh, an answer to a question or you're searching for the local plumber, you type it into Google and you get the results, either a organic result or, it could, or a paid result. Uh, then you have display network, which is a bit less known, but you've probably come across it. Um, when you've visited a website, for example, and then when you go on another website, you start seeing ads for that product that was on the other website. That's the display network in action. That's a, a series of affiliates of Google, of websites that are affiliated to Google, where you can your ads can be shown. So, um, for example, uh, no, CNN, they have a website and you could appear on CNN's website as an advert if, if you were paid for advertising. And only if that um, website was relevant to your particular uh, business. Uh, but so, it shows, so you can be on some quite big websites with, um, with the display network. Then you have YouTube. And you probably come across it on YouTube when you're watching a video and then you have the video at the beginning that you can skip. There's those types of videos. And then there's videos that um, just show permanently at the bottom of the video and advertising something. You've got those as well. And the people who make the videos, they get a percentage of the uh, advertising revenue when they have ads shown on their videos. And you have Gmail ads as well, which is very rare underused but it's probably quite a good way of advertising because so many people have got gmail now and uh, they're starting to roll out more gmail ads and uh, these actually these last three can be quite uh, cost effective it can be quite expensive with search ads but these last three because they're relatively relatively underused um are not too bad in price uh so this is blowing my own trumpet here um, so my clients have included in the past uh, and present Rick Stein Restaurants, uh, D&D London, who own the, well, was a marquee, and now it's called 100 Wardour Street, and Quaglino's, and Madison in the centre of London. And uh, Joseph Seibel, who sell, uh, it's a German company, who sell shoes, boots, etc. You'll see their stuff in um, John Lewis. If, you, if you're a John Lewis shopper. Okay, so that's enough about, about that. So I'll go to the quiz. See how sharp you're feeling today, how, how brainy you are. Uh, some of these questions are similar to the ones I asked at Christmas. So if you were here at Christmas, then you've got an advantage. Right, and I did, I did create this quiz myself. So um, let's see how it goes. Right. So the first question is, you only need a Facebook personal profile to run Facebook ads, true or false? Who's gonna guess? True. True, yes. 
Oh no, oh, no, my apologies, it's false. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I keep feeling it's false. Yes. You do need a Facebook profile, but also you need a Facebook page as well. Yeah. Uh, because you can't run ads from the personal profile. But you do need a personal profile to have a, to have a Facebook ad, if that makes sense. So at the very least, you need a personal profile to have anything. But you do need a Facebook page, a business page to run Facebook ads from. And the same is true of Instagram as well. You need an Instagram uh, business page to run Instagram ads. And you need a WhatsApp business page to run WhatsApp ads. Uh, so that's false. And next question is, you can't link your Instagram business page and Facebook page together. True or false? I'd say false. It'll be false, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be false. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you can link them both together. That's true. Uh, if I don't have an Instagram account, I can't show my ads on Instagram. So basically, uh, you don't have an Instagram account, but uh, you're running Facebook ads, but you want them to show on Instagram. Do you need an Instagram account? I would go with false again. I would say you do need one. Mm. No, I, I don't think you need one. I think yeah. you do. Yes, it's, yeah, it's false, yeah. Because um, if you you can show ads on Instagram as a placement without needing a Facebook, uh, sorry, without needing an Instagram account, an Instagram page. If you choose it as a placement in your ads, it will show on Instagram, but it will promote your Facebook page rather than your Instagram page. So um, something to note. Next question is, I have to schedule my Facebook posts using a third-party application. True or false? True. False. Oh, no, business, you can do false. it. False. Yeah. False. In business pages, you can do it, can't you? Yes, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, with... Um, I, I need to rewrite that because I mean more to do with, um, with Facebook business posts. That was for Facebook page posts. You you don't have to use a third party application, but if it's a organic uh, page, then you you will need a, a third party application because there's no uh, native way to post organic posts on Facebook. But if you have a business page, you can use Facebook's own tools to post. Right. Next question is, you can target visitors to your website with Facebook ads. True or false? True. True. Yes, yes. True. Yeah, all saying true? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Next question is, you cannot collect email addresses with Facebook ads. True or false? True. True. Uh, that's false. You false, can't collect. Yeah. Yeah, you can collect them. You can collect them. <coughs> yeah. If you run a, a Facebook uh, lead ad, you can collect email addresses with a Facebook ad. Uh, and also you can collect uh, phone numbers, dates of birth. You can ask questions. You can even uh, do a little <coughs> quiz. You have about 10. You can ask about 10 questions. Um, and 
you can you can engage with people with with Facebook with one of their lead ads. Uh, next question is: You can only promote an existing post, and that that is a, a post which is on a Facebook page using the booster button. True or false? True. I'm going to say false. Yeah, it's it's false. It's false. Yeah. Um, one 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 good thing about the boost button, if you're familiar with it, is that it's very easy to. If you have a post which is doing really well, you can just click boost, and it will go to like a, the, the audience you want, and you can basically make it into an ad. Um, but you do have limitations with it. But you can also in Facebook's dashboard, ads dashboard, you can target people. Um, sorry, you can use ads which, sorry, use posts, sorry, use posts that you've posted before and turn them into ads as well. And yet, there, and also you have more uh, targeting capability as well uh, because you're using the full tools of Facebook. So you have to, a common a common action with people when they have a, a a facebook post which is performing well is to boost it which is good but if you go into the back dashboard or the back the back office of facebook and use their tools uh, you, you've got a lot more uh, targeting capability uh, for that the ad and you can reach a lot more people and be a lot more targeted So that's a false. Next question is for GDPR fans. Uh, you don't need a privacy policy to run a lead generation ad on Facebook because it has its own privacy policy. So you don't need a, a privacy policy to run the lead generation ad on Facebook because Facebook itself has its own privacy policy. True or false? I think that's probably true. Oh, it's probably true. Yeah. True. Because they couldn't they couldn't rely on people having their own lead generation policy and they, they wouldn't check it anyway. So I think true. But actually it's false. It's false. Ah. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you, you do need a uh, a privacy policy uh, of your own to run lead generation ads. Uh, you can't depend just on Facebook's privacy policy, and they won't let you run an ad without one. Uh, so um, usually you can use a link from your website, which has a privacy policy, uh, and then just link, put it in the in the in the ad itself. But it covers them. Mike, do they actually check you. that then somehow? Do they actually check that then somehow, or do they just ask whether you've got one? Yeah, they. You have to. Uh, Put it. Prove yeah, you have to have one, uh, but they don't check <laughs> how good it is. I mean, you could have a privacy policy, which was a paragraph long. Um, as long as it says privacy policy, usually you can get away with it. Not that I recommend that, of course. Um, you should have a good privacy policy, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It's also good as well. It covers you. So all Facebook advertising features are available via the boost button. True or false? 
False. 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 Yeah. You do have a lot of features on uh, with the boost button, actually more than you used to have, but so you don't have all the features. So you you basically um, have about probably about seventy five percent of the features for the boost button, but there's another twenty five percent that so you can you not you don't have access to. So that's false. Next question is, you can track Facebook advertising results on your mobile, true or false? True. True. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a mobile, mobile app, a Facebook ads app, which you can track your results with. Uh, that's very, very handy. Again, you can't go into too much detail with it, and you can't really manage a campaign with it uh fully but it gives you an idea if you're just curious like how's how's you going today have a look at the app and then it'll give you an idea but if you want to make changes or want to uh, get real data and information about how the ad's doing you do need to use the full facebook ads dashboard but uh you, but you can track the results uh, next question is, Facebook can track how many pages somebody views on your website, true or false? So if someone goes to a website, one person uh, looks at four pages, another person looks at ten, uh, can they track those two people separately? Mm -hmm. Possibly. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a bit of a cruel one because it's one that probably only I would know the answer to. <laughs> um, but yes, you can um, you can track uh, how many pages somebody views on your website. Um, if you think about it, uh, someone who has just looked at one page, maybe <clears throat> maybe not be not so interested. But someone who's maybe looked at five or six pages, they're a lot more interested, you would, you would imagine, and therefore they'd be good to target again. So rather than retargeting people who've just looked at a web page just the once, you can target people who've, what, who've looked at your web page two, three or four times. And different, different pages that is as well, not just one, the one page, but different pages on your website. Does so, that um, um, include how long they've spent on the pages? Yes. Yeah, you can measure that as well. Yeah, yeah, you mm. can you can create uh, audiences of people on Facebook who've spent so you know a certain amount of time on your web page, or you, and you can also create an audience of people who've um, gone to your website and they've looked at more than one page, they looked at two pages, three pages, four pages. And target those people rather than targeting people who just went to your website and then bounced off again. So it's very handy. So your targeting really uh, gets more laser focused when you're targeting those yeah. people. See what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. So they, they can track it. This that's why it's so important to um, have the Facebook tracking code on your website 
because it's always tracking what people are doing. You know, Facebook will track what people are doing on there. Um, it's a bit, you know, people sometimes have a problem with it because it's, you know, it's, it's invading privacy to a certain extent. But it's good for advertising because the more Facebook know about your website visitors, the more they can uh, create an audience that's more relevant to you. So when you run an ad, the people who receive the ads are going to be more receptive. So it's a, it's a fine balance between the two. Right, next question is, uh, with Facebook ads, you can split test your ad copy to find out which copy works the best. True or false? True. I've heard you say that true. Yeah, I did mention that in the last I'd one. Yeah. true, yeah. 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 Which is such a great feature because, you know, in the past, you put an ad out in a newspaper or on the radio and uh, you just cross your fingers and hope for the best that um, that particular ad or its wording would be receptive to people people would be receptive to but now if you if you uh, you can do a campaign now where you can have two or three different versions of the ad copy and facebook will show the ad most to the copy that's getting the most response so it'll, it's, it'll, it'll pick a winner for your copy you know it'll tell you it'll, it'll it'll start not showing the copy that isn't doing so well and it'll and the algorithm of facebook will then start showing the ad with the best copy to all the, the copy that people are receptive to to the people who are being targeted with the ad so which increases the uh increases the you know the the possibility and the likelihood that people are going to respond to your ad uh, so that's that's a great feature with um but not just with facebook with most of the ppc pay-per-click uh, platforms do it and uh some email uh platforms do it as well do uh, split testing uh, so next question is your facebook ad won't appear outside of facebook instagram or whatsapp so when you run a facebook ad um, it won't appear, it'll only appear on those platforms. It won't appear anywhere else. True or false? I'm going to go with true. I would think true. Say true as well. Uh, good, good answers, but it's, uh, it's false. It will appear outside of Facebook, Instagram or WhatsApp if you want it to. It, it will, Facebook has... Um, something called the audience network which is a series of websites similar to google that are affiliated to to uh, to facebook and your ads can show on those websites as well so you could be on a website uh, and you find that your ad is on that website you're looking at your own ad um, you can switch that off you do have you can customize where your ad is shown um, I personally not a massive fan of those websites which are outside of Facebook, Instagram, or WhatsApp uh, because they're not always high quality, to be honest. But uh, you can, but you can custom customize it so they don't show on there. You can customize an ad so it doesn't show on uh, Facebook. You can just have it shown on what uh, Instagram if you wanted to. In fact, uh, yesterday I I, start, I ran a campaign uh, that just went to Instagram 
as an Instagram story and didn't show anywhere else. Um, so you can customize it according to what you want, what your goal is for that particular campaign. Uh, next question is, you can't target business owners with Facebook ads, true or false? So um, basically, can you, can you use Facebook as a business to business uh, advertising true. platform? I'd say true. Yeah, true. Yes, yes. Um, obviously, LinkedIn is getting quite popular and it's excellent for business to business, but they just don't really have the information that Facebook have about, about people or businesses. There's so many different interests you can target with Facebook that um, business owners are pretty easy to target. So if you, even if you have a business to business um, type of business, you still can use Facebook to target other businesses uh, as well as you can target uh, customers. I mean, it's, it's perfect for obviously business to consumer B2Cs. Uh, but B2Bs, that works well as well. So that is false. And the last question is you can sell you can sell alcohol products on Facebook, true or false? Can you sell booze on Facebook? I'm sure I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're an alcoholic, you'll see it. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Like> Jim. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't mind to you sort of people have adverts on this. Yeah, yeah, that that is, that is true. It's, it's a thorny area. Uh, it's it's um, because you can sell alcohol uh, in a, you know if you're targeting it, basically you, you need to know the laws of the land of the area you're targeting. So if you if you have an alcohol product and you want to target Saudi Arabia then basically you can't um, because the laws of the land would be against that. Um, but as long as someone, the people you're targeting or the audience you're targeting are over 18, uh, you can alcohol, and in the UK that is, because um, the laws of the land of the UK is that if you're over 18, you can drink alcohol. As long as you're over 18, then you can target alcohol products uh, on Facebook. You target people with alcohol products on Facebook. Uh, the only um, way people get tripped up is that Facebook shops, where people have a Facebook shop and they have alcohol products, they're not allowed to sell alcohol from there. Uh, if you put alcohol on those and, and make it into an ad, it'll be rejected. So it has to be just purely an ad, not a not something in your in your shop. So you have an off license and you want to sell booze, then it's going to be rejected. So, uh, but if, you, if, if you're an off license and you're creating an ad, which includes booze, then you'll be fine. So just in case, that's a bit random that one, but that's, mm. but it shows you that the laws of, you know, Facebook can be a bit funny sometimes on their rules. So, any questions? Have I, I just? Have I just... Uh, any questions for Mike? Someone must have a question. 
can you just explain again about the display network, how that works? I didn't, I scribbled it down, but I'm not sure that I actually got that right. And I've never come across that before. Yeah, yeah. So um, display network is it's similar to the search in the sense that you can target keywords, but also you can target uh, people's interests. So it's a bit similar to Facebook ads. So uh, you can, if, for example, if you have a, a restaurant, you can target people who like to go out dining. Mm -hmm. um, and the ad appears uh, not as a search result. So with search, search ads, you know, you search for something uh, for a plumber and an ad for a plumber comes up. With the display network, if it was a plumber, for example, then you'd go on a website and if that website accepted ads then you'd see an ad for that plumber somewhere on that website saying call, oh, okay. call jim you know jim's plumber plumbing company or fred's plumbing company yeah so it wouldn't be a search result it would be actually on the website you're looking at yeah okay associated yes yes mm. yeah okay, it'd be unrelevant also relevant yeah relevant ads as relevant websites as well like if you had a yeah. company um then well, maybe not holiday company, but say a taxi company. Uh, you did air, you did uh, airport transfers, you could, and you could put your ads on a website which was a travel website. Right. Yeah, you could you could you could tell Google they want to go on websites to do with travel. You can even pick particular websites as well. So if you want to appear on, um, you know, CNN, you could choose that as a as a placement for your ad so um yeah that's that, clear that's thank you question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so any any more questions for mike or are we all done no well then thank you very much indeed mike thank you for your presentation this morning um your encyclopedic knowledge of social media puts the rest of us in the shade in, in the shade um brilliant fantastic